Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Well, we got a bit of a pause for our major indexes today. Not at all too surprising as we've continued to bounce around these extreme overbought readings on our VRA momentum oscillators. And we are starting to see some good setups, whether that's from different sectors, uh, some of our major indexes as well, and individual names. But when we're at these levels of overbought on the VRA momentum oscillators, this is when we proceed with patience. And we want to wait for the best setups as we've seen it and as we've talked about here a lot. In this market, this liquidity-driven liquidity bull market, these pullbacks are short and sweet, so we're looking for the right opportunities here. I'll certainly be covering that today, along with our views on what comes next for the Federal Reserve. Uh, our main topic for this week so far has been retail earnings, and then we'll jump into some of our favorite sectors that we're watching right now. So kicking it off with, like I said, what's been our theme for the week. I talked about this on my podcast Monday. Kip talked about it yesterday, and that is retail names continuing to report here and maybe a little bit more mixed today target beat on earnings but but closed lower on the day but that hasn't at all been the story from these retail names as we saw yesterday lows beating and up a big almost six percent yesterday similar action today or sorry i said lows home depot yesterday and then lows today reporting also beating on earnings and getting gains today as well home depot continuing the gains from yesterday and that's a little bit of the market tell that we were looking for here. If we've gotten strong earnings and seeing the majority of those stocks sell off, that could be our market telling us that it wants to head lower, but it's not really what we've gotten. XRT, the retail ETF, hit another all-time high yesterday, pulled back a little bit today, but it's also at extreme overbought readings. So good to see overall these retail numbers coming in better than expected, and also the retail numbers overall came in yesterday stronger than expected, now making three months of gains in a row from the, from the headline reading for retail sales, all topping expectations again for the last three months. So breaking that down a little bit and really looking at it from an economic perspective, not necessarily a stock market perspective right now, because as we talked about here often, the stock market is not the economy, and thankfully so. Uh, but the, the interesting thing from the economic point of view is that these retail numbers have not been rising on selling a bigger amount of goods, but as everybody's talked about, inflation here. They're selling the same amount of goods, but at higher prices, which makes a lot of sense as to why consumer confidence has just hit a 10-year low here, despite retail sales setting records, really. Uh, so <laughs> simply put, again, they're charging more to sell the same amount of goods, and it's not great for the economy overall. But that doesn't mean that the stock market can't continue to rip higher from here. These early cycles of inflation are actually very bullish for the stock market, just like we saw with the retail numbers, just like we've seen with earnings, right? They're not selling more goods, but they're selling them at higher prices, which improves their earnings, uh, helps their stock prices out as well. So 
the key point that we're looking at here from the economic side, we're very bullish in the stock market. As you know, Dow Jones going to 100,000 has been our call for some time now. But on the economic side, we have seen wages at least keep up, wage increases at least keep up with inflation. Maybe not necessarily that it's offset inflation completely, but wage increases have continued. If that number starts to change and we see wage increases slowing, that's when we look for real economic damage here uh, and that would spill over to the stock market. That's when we would be getting worried, but it's not what we're seeing right now. And overall, we're not seeing anything that makes us any less bullish on this market. The pullbacks, we as we see it with this level of liquidity are going to continue to be short and sweet. But the real reason I bring up this data today again is that it continues to shift the focus on who will be nominated as the next Federal Reserve Chair here. And here's what we see on that. The markets overall are on edge about this decision between, and it really is a two horse race now between Jerome Powell and, uh, I almost forgot her first name, Lyle Brainerd, there we go. Um, what we're looking at is that the Biden administration has said yesterday that we have about four days for, before the decision will be made. In our view, and most likely is 100% true, is that they already have made up their minds on this answer. Uh, so the smart money is, of course, in the loop on this. And this is why we've been calling this a bit of a sell the rumor, buy the news event as to before. So while we don't know who the answer is, we see it as about a 50-50 chance now. But either way, we see the stock market heading higher. The question is, do the Dems want a Lyle Brainerd who would likely go along with the heavy spending from the Democrat agenda right now? Uh more easy monetary policies, very dovish, or do they want to stick with Jerome Powell's plan of tapering into next year, potentially raising interest rates? Because it doesn't really make much sense for the Fed to nominate a new chairman when they are just going to stick with the same plan as Jerome Powell. So that's how I see it, at least. If they do decide to nominate somebody else, they want much easier monetary policy. If they stick with Jerome Powell, they're okay with the taper and uh, potentially raising interest rates. That's probably a, a long way off, further off than they think it is right now. But I guess you could say that Brainerd will go in, stick with the, the plan to taper. And if it doesn't work, they'll quickly reverse. That makes it easier for them to reverse in that regard. Uh, overall, though, regardless of who wins, we see the stock market heading higher from here. Again, this is the sell the rumor, buy the news event. Why the stock market might be selling off a little bit right now. We think we'll probably get an announcement over the weekend because this is potentially market moving news. Uh, so they like to give a few days to let it settle ahead of Monday's open. Certainly possible maybe right after Friday at the close. We'll see. But again, we think markets will rally on the news either way. So let's take a look at our market action on the day today. We finished negative across the board here. The S&P 500 leading the way, if you want to call it that. 
down 0.26% to 4,688. Next up was the NASDAQ down 0.33% to 15,921. Next up, the Dow down 0.58% to 35,931. And lastly, the Russell 2000, our loser on the day, and probably the most interesting chart to look at right now. As we've talked about here before with these videos, soon we'll be doing screen shares as well. But the Russell 2000 breaking below its recent lows here. So that is an interesting slight reversal there. Nothing too big to key off of here from the VRA investing system, but certainly something that we're watching for with the Russell 2000 down 1.17% to 2,377. And also this week, in addition to all of the uncertainty around the Fed share position and, and other things, is also November's biggest monthly option expiration date is on Friday. Typically, leading up to these events every month, you get more volatility in the market on these days. So overall, with our markets hovering, as I mentioned earlier, around these extreme overbought readings, this is when the VRA investing system tells us to be patient. And again, I just want to be as clear as possible. We remain extremely bullish, medium to long term here, but we'll be patient and waiting for a fresh VRA buy signal to, before we establish any new positions here. As we said, probably on every podcast, going back to the first stimulus package of last year, with this level of liquidity, $35 trillion in fiscal and monetary policy globally, it makes it almost impossible for our markets to have a significant move lower. So what we've seen since March of last year, we've gotten some pauses, gotten some pullbacks, maybe even a correction or two. But They've all been short-lived and followed right after by fresh all-time highs. That's the pattern we expect to continue from here. So next up, another reason here why we see some short-term patience as in store for us is looking at our internals. We've continued to see weakness creeping in from the internals. It hasn't been in your face, three to one, four to one negative type of days. So not extremely bearish. But we've seen the weakness creeping up, seen it in advanced declines, now in new 52-week highs to lows, and volume just creeping, creeping, creeping more negative here. And so let's take a look at these here. Declining stocks, beating out advancing stocks for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ today, and actually were 2 to 1 negative on the day today. Again, not that 3 to 1, 4 to 1 type of really bearish action but this makes a pattern now of getting slightly worse. New 52-week highs to lows, they've been our winner lately. But lately, we've also seen the number of 52-week lows slightly tick up here as well, which may not actually be too bad overall. We've seen this a few times this year from our markets, and that is that when our indexes and stocks get to extreme overbought territory, stocks sell off first. And it's usually the smaller stocks. We're so heavily weighted in the mega caps, which we continue to get all-time highs from. Microsoft hit another all-time high today. Probably held up the market from getting hit worse on the day-to-day. -day. But what we've seen this year is that when we reach these extreme overbought readings, stocks underneath the surface have their mini pullbacks, while the markets remain at least close to their all-time highs possibly not even getting back 
to extreme oversold territory before starting their next move higher. Uh, so again, not what we want to see, but also we've seen it a lot this year. So not necessarily extremely bearish either. So we did get negative readings uh, from uh, the NASDAQ on the day-to-day -day for new 52-week highs and lows. We were just barely positive for the NYSE, but again, those new 52-week lows creeping higher. Lastly, for the day, for our internals, volume coming in negative for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. Taking a look at our sectors on the day-to-day, -day, we finished with four out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. And with just four out of our 11 sectors higher, we probably couldn't have gotten a more bullish sector to finish higher, and that is real estate. Housing and the transports make up two of our primary leading economic indicators here. So to see real estate continuing higher is very bullish for us here. And actually, we're right in the range of all-time highs here still for real estate. And this morning, we got the new home starts data, which missed expectations. So again, it's not the it's not the news that matters. It's the market's reaction to the news. So to see housing finishing higher on a day with poor data coming in, that's very bullish here. That's exactly what you want to see from our markets. So like I mentioned, real estate led the way. HGX, the housing index, also finished higher here today, hitting its highest level since May of this year. So breaking out from that top that we saw in August and then again, at the beginning of September, breaking above those levels. That, that's pretty good to see. We're also at extreme overbought readings here as well. But again, on a day with negative news to see them finish higher, very bullish. So for our, for our other leaders on the day, consumer discretionary, healthcare, and then utilities, as yields fell a little bit today, they've been on a bit of a rally here to a whopping 1.6. Uh, still nothing major there at all. Uh, and then our laggards on the day were energy, financials, materials, and industrials. Tech also getting hit hard today, so not what you want to see. You want to see tech leading the way, which we almost did, given that the NASDAQ was our second best performing major index on the day today. But the semis still at extreme overbought territory, just off of their all-time highs here, pulled back about double what the market did today, just a little less than the NASDAQ. So something we're watching for closely here as well again we're so close to in the range of all-time highs at extreme overbought territory and the fear and greed index remains at a 79 here folks that's extreme greed from the fear and greed index so getting a bit of a pullback here removing some of that excessive bullishness removing these extreme overbought territories would be the healthiest thing for our market at this time again while we're acting with patience here and finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch Gold now up on the day by eight tenths of one percent to one thousand eight hundred and sixty-nine dollars an ounce. Silver now up 0.74 percent to twenty-five dollars and twelve cents an ounce. Copper down big on the day today by three point four three percent to four dollars and twenty cents a pound. That's its lowest level in over a month. Some of you were watching there. And oil now down as well by three percent to 77 dollars and 34 cents a barrel excuse me also along with copper here very similar looking hitting its lowest level since october as well oh, well over a month these are both from the beginning of october so something we're watching there of course we wouldn't mind seeing gas prices lower but our call has been and remains for a hundred dollars a barrel 
for oil said that in January of this year said 12 to 18 months uh, and in many ways it got uh, over 80 faster than really we even expected so we expect that trend to continue unfortunately for gas prices reasons at least but if you own energy stocks we continue to like them a lot here at these levels lastly for today Bitcoin now up slightly still back below $60,000 of Bitcoin mark here down 0.37% or excuse me up 0.37% to 59,963 a Bitcoin folks that's all that we have time for here today please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close you can sign up at VRAinsider.com click the podcast link at the top we'd love to have you with us and then of course We'd love to have you on our YouTube channel as well, coming to Rumble, uh, getting some of our videos over that way now as well. So come and find us at Vertical Research Advisory on both of those platforms. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.